It's time to get casually uncomfortable with your host, Chuck Jerome. Viewer discretion is advised. Don't forget, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, casually uncomfortable. Let your friends know. And if for some reason they can't find me, Google me. I'm there. All right? Check it out. Stay updated. Let's have some fun. This episode is about friends and family and how they are a necessary part of you becoming who you are. The ones we have, the ones we don't have anymore, the ones we don't talk to very often, the ones you want to talk to more. This is a thank you to all of those who helped me get this far in life because I understand that without friends and family, we cannot get through our problems and get to our goals. So thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your day and listening to this podcast. And I just want to tell you now, this episode is going to be a lot of emotions that will be expressed. So let's get on with the show. And again, thank you to the friends and family out there. Thank you for helping me get to where I am today. All right, so here's what I want you to do. Take a second and think about different quirks that you have picked up from different friends throughout the years. Everybody does it. At some point, you're like, holy shit, so-and-so does that. Now I do it. It's crazy. It's weird how... You hang out with someone for long enough, you pick up some of their mannerisms. Like my one friend, he, whenever he finished a sentence, he would always say, copy that. Now, I've noticed (laughs) in my day-to-day, especially for uh, text messages, they're like, hey, Chuck, I'm on my way. And you know what I say? Copy that. Sometimes if I'm being lazy, I say copy, but it's, it's, it's weird. I, I don't think about it. I just do it. I'm just glad that it's something that's good because I didn't really notice it <laughs> until I noticed it. <laughs> yeah, I, this was the buddy that I, I hung out with all through uh, like college and stuff like that. He, he was a mountain man. He, he's the one friend who could just go out into the woods, and he would be fine. He'd have a fire built within the next five minutes of being out in the woods. Uh, he was one. <laughs> he was the one that I watched as the sun was going down over like 150 yards, probably a minimum of 200 yards with a rifle, and he had uh, an exploding pack down at the end. So you shot it, it blew up, you could see it, you could get different colors. Well, I remember he was looking through his scope, okay? And I had to stand there and hold a light in the scope so he could see as the sun's going down, we're in the fucking woods. It's almost pitch black. And he shoots this fucking target that's at least 200 yards away. I couldn't believe it. I was like, yep, this is who I want if I'm going out hunting, doing anything in the woods, anything woodsy, I want that motherfucker there. 
so yeah, it's just wild. Wild how you pick up different things. Another friend of mine, I would always go over to their house and uh, the first rule was take your damn shoes off. Every time I'd go over there, shoes off, shoes off. Sometimes I'd forget, hey, make sure you take your shoes off. And uh, that became something that uh, I'm, I'm big into. No shoes in the house. Man, crazy times. Go over and play some video games, something like that. Hey, shoes off, please. <laughs> so now I'm a hardcore advocate of taking your damn shoes off in the house. I mean, you don't know if you stepped in something. You don't know what's going on under your shoe. Who the hell checks their shoe? The only time you check it is if you think you stepped in something. But, you know, you don't you don't know. You could have walked over some hobo piss. And that shit burns. That shit's acidic. You don't know what's in that. That's not made from this earth. <laughs> oh man. You get some hobo piss on your foot in your house while you're just relaxing around. You better be fucking careful. They might take it. So my oldest friend, he is all about business. He's a businessman. And I remember uh, even in high school, he was doing these business meetings. He was going different places, uh, promoting his business that he thought of. You know, and, and the one thing I, I really remember, it always stuck out to me was never sell yourself short and always try to make at least your age in your yearly amount. So you're 22, at least be making 22000 a year. That's not a lot, but for a 22-year-old, yeah, that's cool. You know, you're 50, at least be making 50000 you're 35, at least be making 35000 a year. Never sell yourself short. That's what I remember he, he always uh, pretty much said. Don't sell yourself short. Make what you can make and live your life. And just don't settle. Don't settle. Always try to get yourself out there and promote yourself. And then there's my one buddy who always backs into a parking spot. Doesn't matter what's going on, he backs into it. And uh, that is definitely something that I picked up. I now prefer to back into a spot because when you do that and you go to leave, you can see every fucking thing around you. There's no problems. It's just you looking out the front of your car, driving forward, and getting out of there. That's it. Before, I would always pull into a spot. Then you got to back up. Hopefully, no one's behind you that you can't see. And if they don't see you, you're going to fucking hit each other. And then it's going to change the whole mood of your day. So, what I noticed he always did was just back up. Hey, he took a couple extra seconds to back his car in. And then guess what? No problems. He could get out of there if something got crazy. If he just wanted to get out there quickly, boom, he could do it. And that is uh, definitely something I picked up. And it's something I believe everybody should be able to do. So 
the takeaway there, learn to back up into a spot. Now, I personally feel everything happens for a reason. Now, the friend that I say copy that from, he is like a brother to me. Uh, He was there during the first time that shit in my life wasn't going like it should have been. I had just left my job. I was in the process of looking for another job like an hour away, and he was uh, living in the halfway point, and he allowed me, I remember this, for three months to stay in his spare room. He didn't have to do that at all, but, you know, he, he really fucking helped me out because that was the longest three months in my life. And I remember it was it was pretty shitty. Um, even during that time, that was that was when I gained all my weight and got fucking super fat. <laughs> it's it's better now, but uh, then I remember three whole months before I found uh, a job, and man, man, it was a lot of work because. I'm driving, you know, half an hour to go find a job in a place that I'm looking for a place, you know? So I'm doing all kinds of stuff. It was stressful, but he was there to help me and I'll, I'll never forget that. And he'll, he'll always be like a brother to me. The person that always backed up into a spot, that buddy, I, uh, I consider him a brother also, um, he helped me out at my fucking worst possible time. Uh, you remember the episode? If you go back and listen to Roommates, that episode, uh, I think it's the last part. It was the, like the roommate debacle. I think that's what it was called. That roommate who didn't pay any rent and just uh, ran me through the ringer that that was a horrible, horrible time in my life. There was other things going on in the apartment. Um, it, it was just a, a fucking miserable time. And this guy, he opened up his home to me. Uh, random times, you know, I, I would sleep on his couch. And he just helped me out. When I needed it, he was there. And I really feel everything happens for a reason because that seriously um, was a absolute shitty time in my life. I, I've gone back and talked to other people who have helped me, and they also said that I was pretty miserable during that time. And, I mean, for good reason. I had a shitty roommate who did nothing, contributed nothing, and... uh you know, put me in debt. And, and this guy, he, he helped me out, you know? So thank you. Thank you so very much because I believe life would be pretty shitty right now. Life is going so much better. And that's what I'm saying. You got to have the right people in your corner. Here's something that needs to happen. Keep in touch with your friends. They're your friends. They want to know what's going on in your life. 
You want to know what's going on in theirs. You're friends. So just keep in touch with them. Doesn't mean you have to be on the phone for two hours. Doesn't mean you have to call them every day. All it means is, hey, every once in a while, call them, text them, whatever the best way to get a hold of them is. Just do that. 10 minutes. What's 10 fucking minutes out of your day? Hey, so-and-so, just wanted to say what's up. Haven't talked to you in a while. Hope things are going well. That can start the conversation. I know that I am really bad about this. I get into my own little world and just kind of do my thing. And that's not how it should be all the time. Yes, you need your time. But hey, you have friends. Go get in touch with them. See what the fuck is going on in their lives. They got shit going on too. (laughs) They want to tell somebody. You know, too often people look at giving someone a call as a chore. Oh man, I got to go call this person. I got to go do this. Just fucking do it. You don't know what life is holding for them. They might be able to help you out. You might be able to help them out. Just contact them. That's it. Hey, you want to do a, a, a video chat? Do that. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't have to be hard to do, is what I'm saying. And I know a lot of times I make it harder than it needs to be. And, uh, you know, I'm not just talking to everybody out there. I'm talking to myself. Get off your high horse. Call those people that you don't talk to anymore. They're there. They want to be heard, too. So go and have fun with it. They're your friends. Here's something that I've uh, really, you know, started to learn. It's all about who you surround yourself with. You got to surround yourself with those positive people because not everybody is positive. You got to understand that. Friends, family, it doesn't matter. They're not all positive. And you don't have to be around that. That's the cool part. You create your own life. So you got a friend who's who's being an ass all the time or just negative every second. You don't need to be around that. You need to surround yourself with people who are going to help lift you up and put you into a better place. And that's why I think when we get older and a lot of people joke and they're like, yeah, I only have like five friends. Those are the main core friends that you hang out with all the time. I'm not saying the other people are bad or there's something wrong with them. I'm just saying, as you get older, you get a core group of friends and then you live your life. You still have the other friends. Yes, they might be in whole different states, other countries, different places. They're doing things too, but there's always like, Just think about your core group of friends. And then you got to go and break that down even further. Are they the right ones? Are they the right friends that you need to be hanging out around with? Because sometimes we surround ourselves with friends that are going down a bad path. Friends that, (laughs) you know, you've got that friend who's always willing to just fight somebody. You can't go out fighting everybody. 
<laughs> you're going to get your ass beat and they're going to get their ass beat. So, you you know, it's all who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with people that are negative all the time, guess what? You're going to pick that up and you're going to be fucking negative all the damn time. And again, I'm not saying the friends that are not in this core group are hot garbage. I'm just saying people change, friends change, and it's all about who you surround yourself with. Positive people, positive energy. Bad people, negative energy. You know something cool that your friends get to do that a lot of people, you know, even just random people will never get? Your friends will always have a pass to, you know, say something crazy about you. Like, you know, they're joking and they call you a fat ass. And then you're like, I like you. I'm going to let that slide. But let a random person call you a fat ass and you are ready to beat their eyes shut. Trust me. Trust me. Think about it. Your friends get a pass. They all have said some crazy shit that you're like, if I wasn't your friend, I'd punch you right in the throat. (laughs) It's real. It's fucking real. You care about those people, so you let things go. You're like, you know what? I like you, buddy. I like you a lot. We're going to let that slide. I might cry about it later, but I'm going to let it slide. (laughs) It's so crazy. Now you're thinking about it. Like, oh, I remember when so-and-so said this. And you let it happen because they're your friend. Now, you don't let it happen all the time. (laughs) If they continue, then, hey, you're going to step in and say something. But every now and then, they get a fucking pass. Okay, are you ready to do this? Yeah, man. Let's do it. All right, let's finish these beers and we'll go outside. The bar's closing up anyway. Okay, I'm going to drive towards you doing about 20 miles an hour. And you're going to jump over my car and just jump as high as you possibly can. All right, you ready? Yeah, motherfucker, let's do this. (laughs) Ah, shit. What the fuck? What the fuck, dude? What are you doing? Ah! Why did you mash on the gas? You said you were only going to go 20. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I think I did something to my leg. And I shit myself. Ah! We got to call somebody, man. We got to call somebody. Has this ever happened to you? Your friends get you into a sticky situation? Well, if so, please call me, Charles Abernathy, attorney at law at 800 Abernathy. We will get the justice that you deserve. Or in a case like this, we will get your bills paid and no one will ever know that you shit your pants. So again, please call me, Charles Abernathy. I'll work for you.
Here's something that I wish I did a little more of when I was younger and understood life a little better. I wish that I went out and talked to my older family members about their lives years ago. That's what I'm saying to everybody. If you have older family members, we're living in a fucking digital age. Sit down, talk to them, record your conversation. Hey, grandma. Hey, grandpa. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Talk to them. Ask them questions. Because I remember when I was younger, I was a little badass kid. And I remember my grandmother was talking to my great-grandmother. We sat down. This is when we had um, cassette tapes. <laughs> and uh, we were sitting there in the living room. And my grandmother, she understood that, that, you know, nothing lasts forever, that we need to cherish the moments that we have with the family that we have. And I was young, and I didn't understand that. So my grandmother was recording my great-grandmother, asking her different things, what happened in the, you know, the 20s and the 30s, and how she lived through the Great Depression and stuff like that. And I remember I am in the background yelling and just being a piece of shit. And I really wish that I would have taken that a little more seriously. But also, I was a little child and I didn't understand. But like I said, this is the digital age. You need to go and just take an hour. Maybe you do it every other week or every week. Just one hour. Just ask them something about their lifetime. What has changed? What did you never think that you would see in your lifetime? Because I remember when my grandmother was growing up and she did projects in school about, hey, how do you think the year 2000 will be? People weren't thinking about that. Remember Y2K? People thought shit was just going to stop, blow up, and that was going to be the end of everything. My grandmother was like, oh, you know, kids were going to be on flying cars, uh, hoverboards. We're going to be going to space every week. Uh, the vehicles, all the vehicles would fly. You know, that's what she was thinking in the fucking 40s and 50s. You know, they're not thinking, hey, 2000, like, that's a whole, like, that is the future. You know, so take a little time out of your busy schedule, sit down with some of those older family members, not even like grandparents, even your just your parents, just ask them how things have changed. A lot of this shit we take for granted now, it hasn't been around very long. So how did they do things back then? You know, I, I can't find those tapes to save my life. But if I could find those, that would be the greatest thing ever, ever. It's been a lot of moving and all that kind of stuff. People have passed away. Things were given away, that kind of stuff. But like I said, you can put this shit in your email. You can sit down with them with your phone, record it, and save that shit for your life. You know, talk to your kids about it. Hey, your grandparents, 
this is what they used to have to do. So please just go out, don't be selfish, and just ask those family members how life was and how it has changed. Also, go ahead and just keep in touch with your family at least once a week. Once a week, just fucking call them. What's 10 minutes out of your day to go, hey, grandma, hey, grandpa, hey, uncle, hey, mom, hey, dad, hey, sister, hey, brother. What is preventing you from doing that? Nothing. Because a lot of people just don't want to talk to people. Hey, just take 10 minutes, 10 fucking minutes, even five if you can't even do 10. But we're not always going to be here. These friends and family, they're not always going to be there. So you need to cherish the time that you have with them now. And I'm saying this because it's something that I don't do a lot of. I don't keep in contact with family members, and it's not like they're getting any younger. So take a second out of your fucking week, not even your day. Just pick an hour out of your week. And, and split that up over the week and just call different people for like 10 minutes. That's it. Just let them know that you're thinking about them and that you even fucking care. Because I'm going to tell you now, those people that are not there now and you want to talk to them, you can't. You fucking can't. So you need to cherish that time with them that you have. Because when they're gone, they are gone. You know, at that point, there's not going to be, oh, I'm going to give grandma a call. Or your grandfather a call. There's not going to be any of that. So just take a fucking second. How hard can that be? Just keep in touch. And you know what else you need to do? You need to physically make time to see your family members. Because again, just like calling them, they're not always going to be there. And, And I always say, like, once a month, just go and visit family, physically be there. And I'm not talking fucking get on your phone and do a video chat. That's not physically being there. You need to be able to shake their hand, give them a hug, look them in the eyes. Because like I said before, when they are gone, they are gone, and you are not going to be able to do that anymore. And then you're going to have regrets of why you didn't make more time to see your family. You know, when I was younger, I had a lot of opportunities to move across the country. And I didn't take that because of family. I wanted to be close to my family. So I, I, I stayed like two hours away from my family. But then I constantly had vehicle problems every time vehicle problems 
and I did not get to see my family as much as I wanted to because half the time my fucking shitty vehicles wouldn't even be able to make it. And don't let something like that be a hindrance to what you want to do. Because now those people are gone and I don't get to see them anymore. It hurts because now I think about it and I go, I I wish I could see you again. So don't let something like a vehicle or a couple of hours be a reason that you don't go physically see your family. All I'm saying is make that time before there isn't any time. So I knew I was going to get emotional as shit with this uh, episode. So I kind of broke it down into friends, family, and then a little bit of both. So that's how it's broken up. But uh, this family portion I, I did last because I knew it was it was going to be uh, a lot of emotion in this. But I would often think about how my family members were always teaching me something. There was always a lesson to be taught. And now that I look back on it, I go, wow, that's what you were teaching me. And I fucking thank you for that. Like my uncle, he was all about education. Make sure that you have an education. So what he would do when I was doing my schoolwork is he would do this thing called trace, copy, copy. And uh, he would fold a piece of paper three times, right? And let's say it was five times five which is 25. So the answer, the question and the answer would be on the left side, right? And the other two sides would be folded up. So you trace it with your hand. Five, you trace the five times five equals 25, right? Then you fold that piece of paper back under itself. And now you have the copy which is a blank side. And then you go five times five equals 25, right? So trace, copy, and then you would do it again. You would take a second and do it again. And it was all about repetition. And that shit worked. It worked every time. All you had to do was just do that. Trace, copy, copy. And then in your head, you would remember, oh my goodness, I remember I traced it with my finger or the pencil, and then I wrote it down, and then I wrote it down again. And then maybe a few days later, we would come back to that, right? Do it over again. Even if the lesson has moved on, we go back to it. We do it. It's all about repetition, and that's how people learn, doing things over and over. And then you get better at it. And he was all about education. He helped make sure that I went to college. And the one thing that when I went to college, I made sure of, 
I wasn't going to jump around different um, majors. I stuck with one major, and I finished it out. I guess in the back of my head, I wanted him to know that what he did was not in vain, and that I took it, and I learned from it, and I progressed and became a better person because of that. And I finished college. Now, I did take a year off to work because life is life and you got bills to pay. But I made sure that my goal for him was that I finished college. And he stayed around long enough to know that I finished college. But, you know, life changes. And that's what he taught me. Always make sure that you have an education. My grandmother is the one that taught me to be organized. She always had her shit together. She made sure that we were always set up for success, even in the worst of times. She was there. She was the rock in the family. She kept everything steady. She taught me that if you aren't organized, things are going to be chaotic for no reason. So you always set yourself up for success. Even in the roughest of times, you you always set yourself up for success. She always had a file for this and a file for that. A box for, let's say, Christmas stuff. A box for Thanksgiving. She had a box for every holiday. It was always, always organized. Papers. School papers for when I was two and three. She put them in a file. She always kept file folders on her. Damn, she was always so organized. Even down to her last days. She had everything organized for when she passed away. She had everything taken care of because she always, she was always two steps ahead of everything. If I was going to go out, sneak out of the house or something, she fucking knew. She always didn't say anything, but she fucking knew. So when she passed away, I was given folders and tubs of items that were mine when I was young that I thought that I would never see again. But guess what? She held on to all of it. <laughs> and uh, 
it's just crazy how life is and how all these lessons add up and make you the person that you are. Because without her organizational skills, I would be a fucking train wreck right now. (laughs) Shit would be chaotic. But when things were getting chaotic, I stepped back and I said, okay, you need to organize better. You need to make sure that you know where this is for this time at this time. And she taught me that. And I will never, ever forget it. Now, my grandfather, he was all about making sure, and he taught me to be alert and aware of your surroundings. Because now I've noticed that since everybody has cell phones, everybody's in their phone while they're walking around doing this. And he understood that people are crazy out there. People are fucking wild. And you need to be alert. You need to understand what's going on around you. And that was him. He was always very alert, looking around, watching. He was an observer. But if it came down to it, he would fuck you up. (laughs) And he was a great carpenter. He was always building something, a desk, a cabinet, a shelf. That was his thing. I remember going, you know, to work with him and he was always doing something, building something. He he knew how to do that. And uh he tried to teach me. I'm I'm not I'm not good at it at all. That was his thing. But you know, he he taught me things. And I I just I I never forget how you know, he made sure that hey, You always have to watch yourself. Be careful. You don't want something to happen to you or your friends or your family. You just need to be aware of what's going on in life. Don't don't sit back and pretend like nothing's going on. If you think something's going on, be there. Be proactive not reactive. That man was all about safety. (laughs) I remember stories when he was younger, he would always carry a knife on his side. I, all I heard was one knife, you know, he was my grandfather. I don't know what he could have. He could have had like six knives on him. You would have never known it until some shit broke out. But guess what? He was always ready. My mother, she uh, she taught me strength. She taught me that you can come back from anything if you want to. If you want to make that change, if you want to get out of whatever funk you may be in, you could definitely make that happen. She is just such a very strong woman who I have learned a lot from. She has taught me that life is rough. Life is about the obstacles that you have to overcome. And that no matter what, how crazy it gets, you can definitely fucking do that. You can overcome anything 
if you want to. And guess what? She did. She's doing great. And I am so, so, so very happy for her. I really am. So I challenge everybody to sit back and think about, as a whole, what each family member has brought to the table for you. Just for you, what did you learn from them? Because everybody's learned something different and taken uh, everything away differently. And I, I think that people definitely don't do that quite enough. So go out, think about your family members and what they have you know, repeatedly said to you to drill into your head to make you understand. And then apply that to your life because they said that for a reason, to help you out. Dad, did you stay up all night? Uh, yeah, son. I've been up all night trying to figure out where the sun went. And then it dawned on me. Dear Diary, It's the holiday time, and I'm not ready for it. This year, we unfortunately have to go out. Hopefully Aunt Lucy doesn't make her shitty green bean casserole again. Every year, I feel so bad because I never touch it. And she always asks me, how does my green bean casserole taste? And I can't tell her it tastes like shit. I'm also not looking forward to Uncle Ricky showing up and calling me a fat ass like he does every year. I know I've put on a couple pounds, but who the fuck is he? This might be the year where I punch him in the face. Honestly, the only thing I'm really looking forward to this year is when Uncle Jeremiah brings a new female with him who's at least 30 years younger than him. Oh man, the family gets all riled up, and I love it. Oh yeah, and I definitely can't wait to have some of Mom's pumpkin pecan pie. (sighs) Let the craziness begin. The holidays are here. And while I'm thinking about it, I always remember having a filing cabinet. You remember I said my grandmother was all about organization. And I remember having a filing cabinet. And it was always filled with my bullshit. (laughs) Now, it wasn't always, you know, paperwork. Sometimes it was little, like, knickknacks and memorabilia and stuff like that, but I was always fairly organized, 
<laughs> I just I just really remember that. And uh it's it's moved over into my adult life and I have a whole system for all kinds of crazy shit, keeping shit together that if you looked at it you would be like this guy's trying to find out if there's aliens or he's trying to go to another planet. I don't know what he's doing, but it doesn't even look uh human. <laughs> like now I use a lot of uh, cork boards and, you know, just stick stuff up there. Words of affirmation, words of encouragement, uh, my bills, papers I just need at the ready. I just like to stay organized. I like to know where shit is. Now, I do have like a second room in my house where it is complete chaos but it is organized chaos. I know where everything is. But if you walked in there, you'd be like, damn, you need to do something, Chuck, please. I'd be like, no, 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 no. That's over there. That's over there. That's over there. <laughs> All I'm saying is find out how to stay organized because it will help and save your life so you don't go completely mad. You know what's crazy that I'm thinking about? That everybody has a different group of friends that has never met. Like you have a group of friends in one area. You know, they might be calm, cool, and collected. And then you have a whole nother group of friends that are just loud and rowdy. And sometimes you don't want to get those groups intermingled. <laughs> because that loud and rowdy group, I've had a few where every other word is a cuss word. Now, I know on here I cuss a lot. Whatever. It's mine. I can do what I want. But uh, sometimes you just don't want those <laughs> those friends together. And then sometimes you're like, you know what? This is going to be a good day. We're going to get this friend over and then these friends over. And then we're just going to see. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> and the calm people are like, who the fuck is this nutcase? A lot of times, I'm that nutcase in the group because you know what? I like to keep the fun going. I don't, I, I don't go to a lot of parties, but if I do, you're going to remember that I was there. <laughs> Who's that crazy guy running around with the drink in his hand? Oh, that's just Chuck. Don't worry about him. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've said before I'm not a big party person, but... I do like going out every once in a while. Well, not right now. <laughs> not the way the world is now. But, you know, I would go out. And uh, some of my quieter friends, I'd go out there. And, you know, you got to just liven the party up sometimes. So every once in a while, you know, you get your group of friends. Get them all together. See how it goes. It's fun. Everybody's got to get a little experience from everybody else. Okay? So if you go out, you're doing something. Get those quiet people with those loud people and just have a good fucking time. I have this uh, one friend who I truly consider to be a wild card. <laughs> if you take him anywhere, you know it's going to be a fucking good time. And uh, we went out somewhere to some party and it was, you know, it was, eh, it was just a party, nothing going on. Well, he was not about that. He wanted the fun. So he went around just talking to everybody, handing out shots like it was his party. Hey, what's up, man? High-fiving motherfuckers. Here you go, a shot. And they're like, I don't want that. He's like, no, 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 no. This is a party. You're here. 
Let's do it. Let's go. Nice to meet you. Click, shot, next person. And then, you know, that was the night. But he is truly the wild card, and I love him for it. I fucking love him for it. And I, I haven't seen him in a while. And uh, a few months back, I actually just saw him, and he's he's the same fucking nutcase as before. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Just ask your friends questions. You know, just everyone has a story. You know, uh, a good story, a bad story, something that they've always wanted to do. How many times have you asked your friend, hey, what is your dream job? You know, I, a lot of people are going to say they haven't. And you're their friend. Ask them what they like. Ask your family what they like. You know, a lot of people are in jobs that they enjoy, but they don't love. Uh, hey, what's a job that you, if anything, money wasn't a uh, an issue, what would your job be? And you would probably get a lot of crazy answers that you didn't even think that that person would say. So just take a little time. Ask your friends what they like. Ask them what they enjoy. It's all going to be different. No one's going to say the same thing. You know, maybe a couple people, but for the most part, they're going to be like, hey, yeah, I always wanted to be a uh, skydiving instructor. You know, or I wanted to be a, a fucking scuba diving instructor. Just crazy shit. That's, I wouldn't want to do that. There's no way. There's people out there that want to be doctors. Nope. I couldn't see a broken bone. I couldn't fucking work on someone's leg or heart or arm. No way. I'd pass out as soon as they cut that shit open. Nope. You know? Or you can go out and ask people, hey, if you wanted to move somewhere, where would you move? You know, someone's going to say something crazy like, hey, I want to move to New Zealand. And I, the only reason I said that is because if I could, that's where the fuck I'd move. That's like my dream place to go, like New Zealand. Why? You can get the fuck away from people. It's still a bunch of shit to do, and it is fucking beautiful. See? There you go. There's something new. I want to I wanna move to New Zealand. You know, just ask questions. Hey, when you were younger, what uh, what was your favorite fucking movie or game or vacation destination. Like my family, we would always go to uh, uh, Wildwood, New Jersey. There was always, you know, go to the beach, and then they had the uh, uh, carnivals and all kinds of crazy shit out there. And um, it was just a fun time. So, yeah, just just ask questions. Everybody wants to talk about themselves. So what what's the problem? <laughs> Take time to appreciate the people that are around you. They are around you for a reason. They are there to help you and to lift you up for the most part. For the most part. I will say that. But you need to just appreciate them. Say thank you. Say, hey, I appreciate you. Hey, I love you, bud. Thank you for everything that you've done for me. Just be appreciative because there's nothing better than someone coming up to you saying, hey, thank you for being you. Thank you for helping me get through my crazy times. Just thank you. 
because life is fucking crazy and nothing is set in stone. Nothing lasts forever. And you, you just never know. You know, nobody is promised tomorrow. Tomorrow is a gift. And people, a lot of the times, take that for granted. Like, when COVID hit, you know, and we had the, we had the lockdown, I was a lazy piece of shit. I did not take life seriously. I didn't have my alarm on at any point during the lockdown. I was just in my house, not even thinking that any fucking thing could happen. Because like I said, tomorrow is not promised for anyone. So you just need to take the time that you have now. You have the time to say thank you and appreciate and be around the people that you want to be around. People make it harder than it doesn't need to be. And I know I did. And now I'm looking back at that last year. And I was like, man, I should have taken that time to get in touch with just the most random of my friends. So you should too. You got the time. Make the time. Just fucking do it. You know, and I was just talking about appreciate the people around you. But sometimes you need to make a change to yourself and to the people that are around you. A lot of times you don't need certain people in your life. You really don't. They could be completely negative. Yes, people are like that. No, it is not good all the time. You got someone who's just fucking negative every fucking day. Maybe they want someone to talk to. Talk to them. See what's going on. Try to help. If, you know, they don't want the help, it's going to be hard to give the help. And then maybe you have to look at their situation or even look at yourself. Is it you? Is it them? What is it? Whatever might be going on, just make sure that you're there to help them and that someone is there to help you because everyone needs help. But on the flip side of that, there are friends that are doing horrible things. They're going out being uh, what we call menaces to society. And those are the people you have to kind of distance yourself from. You know, they, they may have gotten themselves into some crazy shit that if they drag you into it, guess what? Shit is going down. You just don't know. You just got to make sure that you got the right friends on your side. You know, this is a crazy scenario, but let's say one of your friends brought a gun to you and was like, hey, I'm in this gang now. These people care about me. We're going out. We're going to do some crazy shit tonight. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck? First of all, why do you have a gun? Second of all, you don't need to be doing some shit like that. Your first instinct, yes, you know, you want to help your friend, but you're not going to go, all right, man, I'm going to come down there with you tonight and I'm going to talk to these people. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> that just sounds insane. That's what I'm talking about. Some crazy shit like that happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, talk to your friend. Try and help, his, help him out as best you can, but that's on a whole nother fucking level. 
you know? Or you got some friends, you know, they got into drugs really bad. Be there for them. They are going through some shit and nobody's helping them. Help them. Help them make that change. Because guess what? That is a fucking slope that nobody needs to go down, especially with drugs and especially not alone. So, yes, make the changes, but also help the people make the changes. Sometimes you or whoever just asking them what the fuck is going on will trigger something where they're like, hey, I don't need to do this. I can make my life better. And I have seen plenty of people do that. Plenty. They turn their lives around for the better. And they've become better, stronger people. You just don't know. You just got to make sure that you got the right friends on your side. Because sometimes that rabbit hole that they're going down, if you were to go down it, you would completely crash and burn. So everybody can't do what everybody's doing. Everybody's going through their own uh, problems, situations. Just be there for them. Call them every once in a while. You don't have to, yeah, I'm, I'm going to meet you here with your other friend. You don't have to do that because you don't know what they're doing. They could be doing some sneaky shit, and you don't want to be a part of that. And for yourself, sometimes you just need to step back and go, hey, my friends aren't asking me to do this. Um, they're not asking me to do that. Why is it? What am I doing that they don't agree with? Sometimes you just need to step back and look at yourself as a whole, as a person on the outside looking in. Like, oh, maybe I do this too much, or I don't do this too much, or I just kind of bring people down. Just look at yourself. Every It's all about change and growth. And I'm really learning that now. Uh, I got a lot of friends that, you know, I don't keep in touch with. And I feel bad because there's no reason for me not to. So times I got to step back and go, what's making it that you can't even pick up the phone? You know, when things are going crazy or things are even going well, just make sure to give yourself credit. Give yourself credit. People don't do that. Hey, I'm here because of me. You know, ultimately, it's about you living your life the way you want to. And yes, I'm saying thank the people around you that have helped you get to where you are. But if you said, fuck it, I don't want to do this, then guess what? Nobody would be able to help you. So go and give yourself credit for how far you have come and how far you are going to make it. You got to give yourself credit. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm saying thank everybody, but we don't thank ourselves enough. So just step back and say, thank you. You are an awesome person. You are an amazing person. And you have gotten this far and done so much. Yes, you've had a lot of problems. 
you know, situations, uh, all kinds of shit. It's happened. You can't change it. But guess what? It's made you a stronger, better person, and you have grown from it all. So take a second. Honestly, each day, just tell yourself that you are awesome. Hey, I'm fucking awesome. (laughs) That's it. That's all you need to do. Because you are, and don't you fucking forget it. Just remember, it all comes down to friends and family who are there to help you. Yes, sometimes you might not like what they say or how they say it, but there's a message in there. Sometimes that message is the right one. Sometimes it's the wrong one. But what you have to do is figure out how you want to be who you are and go out and do that. So go out, call the friends and family that you haven't talked to in a while, Go out and talk to the ones that you said you were going to talk to and call last week. Just go out and do it because you never know the path that your life or their life will go on. Just let them know that you care. Take a couple minutes out of your day. Don't forget to say thank you because if they know it or not, they have taught us a lot. So go out, talk to your friends, talk to your family, and live your life, and be happy. That's what it's all about, right? And I want to personally say thank you to everyone who has been there for me. And you know, even the ones who have tried to be there for me, who I didn't give a chance. Thank you. Thank you all so very much. I'm having a good time doing this keep this going but you know every now and then you have to stop and say thank you to the people who were there for you so thank you thank you for getting me through the shitty times and helping me and being there through the good times thank you so very much if you had fun let people know i'm on facebook instagram tiktok They can get caught up. They can be in the know of when I put out episodes and everything. If they can't find me, Google me. All right? Let your friends know. And I think uh, I'm going to get out of here, get some stuff done, call some people, and thank them. And uh, you should too. So I'm going to go do that. Y'all be safe. Thank you so very much again. And Chuck Jerome... I'm out.